Hello, I'm Isabella Spoon, but you may know me on social media as Intuitive Bell. This is my podcast, Spirit Club, where we talk about spiritual awakenings, spiritual development, and other fun metaphysical things. I'm grateful that you found this podcast, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome back to episode three of my podcast, Spirit Club. So I am really excited about today's episode because I want to talk about something that I see so much on social media, and it's these fake scammer, imposter, psychic accounts, but this doesn't even have to be just psychics. Like, it can be the mediums or psychic mediums. It can be the tarot readers. It can be the Reiki workers. It can be any type of energy healers. It can be the witches that do, like, the the witchcraft and spells and things like that. Anybody who's in the metaphysical world that has a service can have an imposter account, pretty much. And someone pretending to be them and giving them, you know, cold messages, trying to scam them out of hundreds of dollars sometimes. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. And first, I just want to say with this podcast episode, I hope that this one goes through fully how I intended to do intended to be because my first episode I intended to have the audio for the podcast as well as a YouTube video and something happened and malfunctioned when I was uploading the video to my computer and I lost all the footage and I wasn't about to re-record it so I'm like okay well this one's not going to have a video portion of it but I'll have the podcast episode on it so then in between the first one in my second episode, I was working on, if you follow me on social media or you see my website, I have the spiritual awakening um, workshop, which is this three hour long workshop of me helping people try to develop their spiritual abilities that we all have. So I go over like the clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, all that stuff, the fear of spirit and getting over it, how to raise your vibration, how to connect with your spirit guides, all that stuff. I go over all that in this three hour long course. And as I was recording it and I was cutting it into pieces, I kept on getting these storage issues on my computer and I was getting so irritated. So I was out of frustration. I got on and I started deleting a whole bunch of stuff without even thinking about it. And I ended up deleting my intro and my outro to my podcast as well as the music. And I was like, oh no, like, so when I got to my second one, I was going to upload that and I kind of did it in like a rush because I wanted to just get another episode out. And this is me trying to get over my perfectionism and me just allowing things to not be perfect, you know, because I mean, life isn't perfect, you know, things happen, whatever. So the second podcast episode is a demonstration of a mediumship reading that I had, um, that I did. And I was so proud of it. And I asked the lady if it's okay if I share this to like, you know, my social medias and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever, that's fine. So I uploaded that audio and like a little snippet in the beginning of, I, I think I even explained that I deleted my, my stuff by accident, but, um, but yeah, but I posted it and then I was on today um, about to do this next podcast episode, third one, and I found the audio and I found the music for it. It was in the trash can, so I didn't completely delete it. So I was relieved and so now this one's going to have the intro and I'm really happy about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so today I want to really just jump into things. We are going to be talking about seven ways to spot a psychic scammer. Um, and I say, I'm going to use psychic scammer 
but this can be used interchangeably with the tarot reader, psychic mediums, um, you know, Reiki wor workers, the the witch, the witches of like the social media that do like the witchcraft and the spells and things like that. Like any type of service that can be provided through the metaphysical realm, because this is where I'm noticing it the most, where all these imposters are. Now, these imposters and these scammers are really targeting people who are vulnerable, say if they're really looking for healing, if they're hurting, and they really want that guidance and that clarity in their life, but they want help with something specific. This is where these scammers come in and try to prey on that vulnerability. And they also prey on the naive. So if you never had a reading done by a psychic, or if you never like dabbled with anything metaphysical, they prey on that as well. And it's hard for someone that, you know, hasn't really been in this, this realm of things for so long to, you know, they can easily be tricked and be out hundreds of dollars even sometimes. So these are the seven ways to be able to spot one of these psychic scammers. Now, the first one, first and foremost, and I'm going to kind of explain this a little bit, but any professional will not be friend requesting you or following you on social media. Now, I want to say this just with a little bit of like, um, I can't think of the word right now. I want to say discrepancy, but I don't think that's the word I'm, I'm trying to use. I have friend requested and followed some of my clients, but we have a personal like relationship. I didn't just up off the bat like follow them give them a reading and then we're already friends you know like that like I already gave them a reading they found me on social media I gave them the reading and then you know I might communicate with them and I want to keep that bond so I may follow them um but it's not all the time I don't follow all of my clients and stuff like that however these people like have never gotten a reading done by this person and all of a sudden they have a friend request or a follow from this random psychic medium or you know whoever and that is the first red flag is that typically they will not randomly follow you second they will reach out to you with a cold message a cold message is meaning that you said nothing or gave them no reason to be contacting you and they will contact you and message and message you and say something that now they can do this like one of two ways a lot of times I see them message people and they use very like fear-based like terminology. They'll say you had a hex placed on you or you have this family curse on you or this evil entity is attached to you and I'm the only one that can break it, but you have to give me $500 first. Please send it to my cash app and I'll, I'll, I'll let go of the curse or whatever. Never fall for that. But people do. That's a, that's a crazy thing is people fall for this and it makes me so mad. Um, because they use this fear-based language. Also, they use very terrible spelling and grammar, and I'm about to get to that because I have trouble even reading the message because the, the grammar and the spelling is so bad. But um, they also reach out to you sometimes. This is kind of new. This is the first time I've seen this. I was scrolling on Reddit on one of the psychic forums, and I saw this. Um, this girl got a message from a psychic, and it said a very generic, however, it was specific. So a generic specific message that can basically go for anybody. Okay, so let me get on my phone and I will read it to you real quick. So this was the reading that was in question that this girl got from this fake psychic scammer. And it says, you have a good future. 
and a good goal, but you are passing through hard times. And they, they spelled like all these words wrong or they're not spelling it correctly. So it's annoying. But anyway, you're passing through hard times. I saw you wandering in a lone place and decide to be in solitude as you are feeling, I see you nervous or scared, unsure what to do about how to move on. You've seen, you've been debating something, a move maybe, go forward in your decision. You need to be independent on your own. Change is hard, even scary, but you need to have the confidence in yourself and you will be fine. I feel like you are having problems with family or someone close to you, someone that you have known for a long time. That makes you feel unhappy with what you are seeing around you and you are having some disappointments from those trusted most in your life, which have made what makes you feel fed up. So again, very poor grammar, very poor spelling. Um, the words weren't even spelled right. And it's just like literally like one full sentence. Like there's like not, not even periods in it. Um, the thing, the reason why I hate that is that it is very generic. However, people can specifically place that in their lives. So like I can even place that in my life right now, like just reading it and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I do have big goals and I do have big dreams and stuff like that. And yeah, I know I need to be a little bit more independent and trust in myself and jump through that fear so I can be more successful. Yeah. I mean, doesn't everybody though? And then they talk about, you know, you, you have an issue with like a family member or someone close to you. So, I mean, that can go for anybody that can be like a best friend or just a friend in general or your, your boyfriend or your husband or yeah, a family member or a brother or sister, you know, whoever, anybody can fit that message into their life. And I can even fit that message into my life and stuff because it's that generic. There's no specific details in it saying that this is legitimately for me to hear. So that is another red flag. Beware of those cold messages and them reaching out to you because for one, a professional psychic, anybody in those modalities will never cold message you and ask you for a reading or try to give you a reading or tell you anything fear-based that you have a hex or a curse or an evil entity attached to you. We will never, ever, ever do that. Also, um, and if you see me looking over and looking down, it's because I have a list so I stay on topic. Also, um, be leery of limited content. Now, when I say limited content, if you get onto like a social media profile and you see that there's like maybe six videos posted, it's kind of a red flag right there. Um, now, I admit that there's some people who are new. They might have just joined the platform and stuff. And if so, then that's okay. But if they have a limited amount of content, like, you know, six, 12 videos, maybe they're all posted the same day or within the same like time frame, you know? Like that's a red flag, a huge red flag. If it's limited videos posted within a short period of time apart, be leery of that. Also look for typos in the username. Now I had a couple fake profiles of myself um, and I feel like it's easier to report those because you can like report someone for impersonating you. Um, however, some social media sites, they don't even like, like have that option. Like if I see someone else being impersonated and I go to report it, it's like you can report the profile, but you can't specifically report it for what they are doing, which is annoying. But anyway, the typos in the username. So they'll, they'll be really sly about it sometimes. So like, say it's like psychic medium Isabel. There might be like 
an extra E in my name, or they might take out a letter even. Um, sometimes they use underscores a lot or periods in between like certain words or things or numbers, like random numbers and stuff. Even in the bios, they might even put this is a backup account. And half of us don't even have backup accounts. Like I, I haven't really met a, psych a psychic medium that has a backup account. Um, but they use these as like tactics to try to scam you and stuff. And like even the big names, like I, if you read the blog post that I wrote about this um, on my website, I use John Edwards because he has so many fake profiles. They would use like an extra E or something like in his name or like something, something stupid like that, or they'll have like a one at the end. Um, and like, there's so many variations of his username, but it's easier to spot him out because since he has that, like, you know, he's very well known as a psychic medium, he has a little blue check mark. So that's an easy way to tell if it's legitimately him or not. Um, but again, a lot of us don't have the little blue verification check marks and stuff like that because we don't have a big name like that. And, and that's okay. But again, this is why I'm giving you this so you can be able to pick out the people who are scamming and find the people who are legitimate. Um, so we talked about the typos and the username. So next is if you get onto their profile and you see that there's no website, especially if their bio says like, oh yeah, yeah, blah, 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 like book on my website and there's like no link to a website. That's a red flag right there. Typically all the professional ones will have a link to their website, even if they aren't like professional, professional, like if they're like maybe, I want to say like doing it more as a hobby and doing readings and stuff like that. They might have like a link to like an Etsy page. I'm not saying that professionals don't use the Etsy page, but um, I'm just saying like it can be like an Etsy page or some type of link that goes somewhere else to book a reading or schedule a reading or something like that. If you don't see that website, I would not fall for it. I would not send them any money over Cash App and stuff like that. Like I would just be very cautious about it. Um, never be afraid to just say no to these people, especially if they're reaching out to you and just, you know, it just block them. Like there's so many other professionals out there that you can get a reading for or reading by, like don't fall for that stuff. Um, also when you get onto their profile, if you go on there to check to see if they have a website or not, and you know, what's on the page, if they have limited content, blah, 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 look to see how many people they are following because most of the scammers will have a mass following. Like, I mean, not people that are following them. I mean, people they are following, like they go and they mass follow people. So you'll get onto the profile and you'll see that they're following like 5,000 people, but they only have a hundred followers. Yeah. Like. And why, like, I, I, not, I don't even do that. Like, even when I was starting, yeah, I did follow, like, some random people and stuff, but they weren't people I was trying to reach out to. It was just people I was interested in, like, content-wise. So I follow them. And, you know, that's okay. I'm not saying a professional can't follow anybody. However, if they have a mass following of, like, 5,000 people and stuff, the reason they do that is because in that 5,000 people or who, however many people they are following, there's gonna be at least a handful of them that they're gonna be able to scam and pray off of their vulnerability and get money out of. So do not fall for that. Always check the following. Always check um, to see if there's limited content. Look at the name to make sure there's no typos. Um, and if they message you, yeah, no, we're not gonna message you. Professionals will not message you. Also, um, the last one that I wanted to talk about is consistent content. So even make sure it's original, original, consistent content. So again, 
make sure it's not limited content where there's only a couple videos and stuff like that and that's that's it all posted within the same hour make sure it's consistent content that this person has been consistently posting throughout the months or years even um again not all posted at the same time also this is easier to spot on TikTok, but it's not always the case because people do repurpose their content they do recycle their content um so it's not always a red flag but it can be if this is all that's on there is the videos with the TikTok watermark. So you'll see it pop up if it's like a video that was downloaded and re-uploaded onto the, the, the any social media website. It'll have TikTok in, in their username in like the middle left-hand side. And then it'll randomly switch down to the bottom right-hand side. And those are typically like red flags for me if I get on a profile and that's all I see is that like non-original content, like you obviously downloaded it and reposted it. So beware of that. And also they have gotten a little bit sm smarter to try to avoid the TikTok watermark. They started screen recording videos and then editing it to fit and then they repost it on whatever social media site. However, if you screen record it, the, um, obviously the profile and the like and the comment and stuff will still be on there so you can tell if it's screen recorded and it's not even lined up it's usually like off by like a couple centimeters and you can tell very easily and i also have pictures of that i use john edwards as an example on my blog post about this because he just like i said he has so many fake pages out there and people trying to be him um it's just ridiculous, but he was one of the ones that I found and I had to use him in one of the examples of like, you know, the screen recorded fake pages and like the, the TikTok symbol thing. So you guys can get an idea of what that looks like. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go ahead and hop on the blog post. I will have it linked in the description of this video, but that's pretty much all of the ways that I can tell you to try to spot these fake psychics and stuff like that so you can prevent being scammed. And I would really appreciate if you guys like share this or um, you let people know about this, this video even, because I really try to give you like all the ways to kind of spot these fake scammers and stuff like that and not fall for it because so many people do. And I hate that people get scammed out of like, you know, hundreds of dollars sometimes and you know it tarnishes the reputation of the actual psychic like there's been a lot of my other like you know the psychic network friends and stuff that they'll say like yeah someone made a fake profile scammed somebody like over a hundred dollars now this person is coming to me for a free reading because they were scammed like and it's not going to work that way like if you were scammed like again like it's you have to take responsibility for the action that you've made and like i know that that can be like a cruel way to put it sometimes because it's not fun being scammed but you can't place it on the psychic that had the you know this the scammer fake profile like because they scam you you can't blame the actual psychic like it's not their fault that this person went out and made a fake page and scammed you a hundred dollars um the only thing that i can tell you is your advice for this is just go over that like what i just told you go through the profile make sure they're legitimate if it seems off by any sense then it most likely is follow your intuition follow your gut with that and always report the page for being a fake page and block them 
So that is the best thing that I can tell you to do. And also if you do see fake pages, don't go and actually find the original person and let them know that there's like a fake page. I mean, that is nice of you, but most likely we already know that there's a ton of fake pages out there of us. Um, again, you just have to use your discernment and understand that like, you know, okay, there, there's a fake page, let me report and block. That's the easiest way that you can help us in the psychic community. Um, or the metaphysical community is by reporting these fake pages and these scammers and blocking them. So I hope that that was helpful. I hope that you guys enjoyed and you got something out of this podcast episode and I will see you in the next podcast episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spirit Club. Come follow me on social media. You can find my links in the description. Thank you again and I will catch you in the next episode.